Hayden, it has been a wonderful week for content. Yes, it has. Yes, it I think, has. I, I don't know if I touched on this much in the Super Bowl episode. Because I know I gushed about Sonic a little bit for like two weeks in a row. Because we got that Sonic 2 trailer. Um, but this year is going to be either fucking amazing for being a Sonic fan or the deepest pits of despair I have felt in the last decade. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, go either way at this point. Who knows? Because we got like five Sonic things coming out this year after, frankly, a drought and not even a drought of quality, just a straight up drought. We got Sonic 2. We had Sonic 3 confirmed. We got the Knuckles series coming out on Paramount. We got Sonic Prime coming out on Netflix. And then we got the Sonic Origins, like, re-release of Sonic 1 through CD. Uh, and then, uh, um, on top of that, like, Sonic Frontiers is still supposed to come out this year. I don't have high hopes at all for that one, but it's a good time for, like, Sonic to, like, be a thing. It Look, we could be on the edge of a sonic sauce, you know? Uh, uh-huh. See, I thought you were going to go a different direction when you're like, it could be a great year. I thought you were going to say of just of content because outside of Sonic... There are just a lot of really known I really well-known IPs that have stuff coming out this year whether it be like movies, TV shows, anime, anything. Like I I keep seeing shit pop up on my timeline of other popular IP that have shows coming out or a movie and I'm like Jesus Christ. This year's stacked. All, all the shit that got pushed back cuz of the pandemic's like, "Hey, 2020, it's our year." Or 2022, <laughs> it's our year. Yeah, and I did start to think around the time that uh, Detective Pikachu and the first Sonic movie came out, there was kind of a feeling of like, is it is it finally happening? Is this good now? Are we getting are we, we getting we have golden age video game movies? <laughs> the golden age of video game adaptations. And I kinda think we are. Yeah. I think it's here. Now granted, think... are they all gonna be good? Eh, probably not. Pro we we'll get into I think some of the ones that have come out recently in a little bit. But uh I'm call. I'm looking at you, Uncharted. <laughs> it's, it won't be. It won't be all sunshine and rainbows. We'll probably get a lot of shit. But you know what? It's kind of cool. We're getting all these new adaptations. Yeah, and even still, like for for the way like the reviews of Uncharted are not being super kind. I imagine that movie is probably still pretty passable as like a popcorn action flick. Oh yeah, which is still leagues better than like you look at Mortal Kombat Annihilation, right? <laughs> It's just like, oh, God, uh, kill me. But the Cuphead show came out this week. Yes. Um, And, like, I, I don't know about you, but, like, you know, I've said for a while that it, it's, it's, it's getting a lot harder for me to sit down and watch anime, and it's getting harder for me to sit down and watch TV, and that could be because of a, a latent attention deficit disorder brought on by the use of smartphones, because that's how millennials are. Who knows? But I do find it so much easier to sit down and consume Western cartoons. Do you feel that at all? Um, kind of. Just because. I mean, I guess you you do you do still sit and watch a lot of anime. I was gonna so say I, I'd like to first point out that you said it's getting hard. I'm like, bro, you don't watch TV or anime. Don't act. Don't try <laughs> to put on this persona that you watch some. But um. I think a lot, I, I, I kind of, to answer your question, kind of, because, and I think we were discussing this a bit the other day when talking about the Cuphead show, because we'd both seen some of it. You've since finished it. I have not. But, like, 
the episodes are really short. They're under 50, it's under 15 minutes of total like screen time of the episode itself when you don't account for like intro sequence, credit sequence. And so it's just like, oh, it's over. The episode was over. Like with watching Cuphead, it's like, oh, the episode's over. And it felt like it was nothing, no time passed at all. It gets in and gets out. Yeah, because the pacing is right there with network cartoons on like a Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. Where we're like every quote episode is half of a half hour spot. And so, yeah, the the particular episodes of Cuphead go by really fast. And it honestly, taken in a vacuum on Netflix, which on its own is a platform that kind of eschewed the boundaries of traditional television and just let creators make shit however long they wanted and not bother with pacing around commercial breaks. It's it's almost weird to see a, a show so short like Cuphead on yeah. the platform. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in fact, one of, one of Netflix's many YouTube channels um, I think it's called Netflix Futures. I don't know what that means, and I don't know why they're <laughs> uploading Cuphead to it. But they uploaded uh, part of an episode that was Cuphead playing the game show Roll the Dice in the show, which is the episode with King Dice. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the whole season. But that was an, an eight-minute clip that they just uploaded to YouTube. And I'm like, guys, that's the whole episode. Yeah, that's like quite literally almost the entire episode. <laughs> like, it literally doesn't have the intro to the episode it doesn't have setting up the conflict and it's just all conflict through resolution and i'm guessing it doesn't have the part at the end where king dice goes to the devil i'm not sure i did not rewatch the whole thing yeah i bet that is with the two parts they cut out and then boom there it is yeah which is crazy like the the only other show i've ever seen do that is last week tonight with john oliver oh yeah because uh uh, on their YouTube channel, they always upload the main story from the episode oh, every week. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you get like 20 to 25 minutes of John Oliver, and the only thing you're missing is the little bits on the bookends of that. Yeah, and most of the time, it's really just uh, the re- the the super short recap of the week news. Because a lot of the times, uh, I'd say about 75% of the time, uh, it's um, it's just over at the end of the main segment. Right, yeah, it goes right into credits. Um, but yeah, so Cuphead came out Friday, uh, and of course this is now Monday that we're recording, and I, it, it does not sound that impressive to say that I watched it in three days, because again, it is only 12 episodes of about 10 to 15 minutes in length, but I ate that show up. I fucking love the Cuphead show. Yeah, it's really good. I think I started it before you did, and I just, I was posting in our Discord server about how... I just after the first episode, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I fucking love this. This is fantastic." Just the the style, the style. I mean, it's in the Cuphead style, but oh, oh, it's so good. It's just so good. And and then yeah, like it's the themes of it are fun. If you don't really like an episode, because like I thought the baby episode, which is like episode two, is like eh. But like you said, it's so short that you don't have to sit with it that long. It's you're in and you're out, and then you're on to the next one, and it's probably better. Yeah, I, I, I have seen some people be disappointed with the show. I think because, like you have pointed out to me, it is essentially a kid's show. Like, like I, I would hesitate to label it as a kid's show. Yeah. But it is rated TVY7. It's completely appropriate for nearly any age. It just has, like, a, a typical level of cartoon violence, more or less, 
and the literal devil is a character. Take that how you will. Um, I, I have noticed, I saw a video online that was a comparison of character designs between the show and the game. And, and you can tell the character designs in the game are significantly more intimidating and scarier, and the designs were dumbed down a little bit for the Cuphead show. So some people are upset that it's not like a one-to-one -one adaptation of the game to the show, but I don't think that's a problem at all. I mean, it's basically like a modern Tom and Jerry, but with Cuphead characters. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Um, do you know the plot of Cuphead at all? Like, the game? Uh, I, you're just trying to kill the devil, aren't you? Or you they sell their souls to the devil and they gotta get him back by killing him or by something? Yeah, kind of. So, so in the game, Cuphead, I believe, loses a gamble with King Dice, and so he owes his soul to the devil. But the devil says, um gather these other souls for me and then you can get your soul back and so that's like uh you know cuphead is a boss rush of a game so every boss is a soul you're trying to collect for the devil um but eventually elder kettle says hey look if you defeat all these guys and you get stronger then you could eventually kill the devil yourself and reclaim your soul um but the cuphead show is not that the cuphead show is just cuphead owes the devil his soul and the devil is trying to get the soul from cuphead so it's a much simpler narrative to fit into the show, but it still keeps the spirit of the game alive. Yeah. Yes, I, 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 I'll, although, oh, it's funny. I, I only played a little bit of Cuphead, and I, I, I've, I've seen small, of what I played, I can see a bunch of things where, like, oh, this is straight from, like, the game, or reference, a reference to the game in a small way. But I'm curious, since you've watched, did you beat Cuphead? Uh, no, I've only played about a third of it. Oh, God, so we're, I, I got I got through the first part of Inkwell Isle. So you're definitely farther than me. Because I'd be curious for someone who's beat the game, how many little tiny details that they threw in there that like you would only really get if you played the entire game. Now, obviously, they have characters and bosses from it because the Toad guys are boss, right? Yeah, and actually their designs were a little more significantly changed from the game because uh, the frogs in the game are like wearing... Like, it's really weird. They're wearing, like, karate geese, but they still have the boxing gloves. <laughs> and then in the show, they're wearing suits with the boxing gloves because they're running, like, a, a swanky boat boat entertainment thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I have seen, um, like, you told me you just got through the Cemetery episode. Um, and there's a lot more ghosts in the background of that episode than the three main ones. Mm -hmm. And at least one of those ghosts in the background is a boss from the game, but they don't get like any screen time or any spoken lines. It's just a fun little Easter egg. That's cool. Yeah. It, I, I, I need to finish it. I've, cause it's not that I don't want to finish it. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm juggling it between other things that I'm watching, catching up on Oscar movies, uh, and the like, but, uh, yeah, it's it's really really good. I I can't stop gushing about the art style. I just love the art style and how it just looks. It's overall just appearance, let alone the like themes of each episode. Yeah, and like you said, not every episode is a winner, uh, but that is on its own just typical for a cartoon, uh, where some episodes are just gonna be kind of meh. I think the best episodes of the of the show are the ones that use the established characters from the game. Yeah, uh, I agree. So, like, the episode with King Dice is phenomenal. Anytime the devil is on screen is really good. 
I think the finale of season one where they finally introduce Miss Chalice, that's probably my favorite episode of the season. It's, it's either that or the King Dice episode. It's hard to say. Uh, but yeah, like then the baby episode or the root pack episode, those just kind of, eh, whatever. But like take it as a whole, fucking amazing show. But the fact, like, here's here's how you need to know that it's a kid's show. There's an episode about the equivalent of the Tooth Fairy. So, like... <laughs> I forgot about that. Co- th- that one was, like, surprisingly not that bad. But also, like, it's a kid's show. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, on its own, is a little bit more horrifying. Because instead of losing a teeth, they literally break Mugman's handle off of his head. Yeah, I, yeah, I was. I did not know where they were going to go with that. Um, And I did love... The best part about that episode was that everyone's reaction to seeing his handle broken was just pure disgust and horror. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> I really want you to finish the episode because I want you to see Miss Chalice. Okay. Uh, and, and it's interesting that uh, Miss Chalice is a character in base game Cuphead. Um, she's not prominent. She's almost like a throwaway character. Uh, at least in the first part of Inkwell Isle, you kind of just see her. And then in the DLC that is not released yet is when she's going to be a playable character. And so here in the Cuphead show is almost our first introduction to Miss Chalice. And I wonder how much of the way her character is portrayed in the show is going to be the same in the game. If there's any characterization at all. Because with the main characters, Cuphead and Mugman, we don't really know much about their personalities in the game. And so they're kind of a blank slate to put their personas on for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and Miss Chalice is fantastic because she's just like a really cute tap dancing grifter. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, now I have to finish the show. <laughs> she has a song about scamming people because she's so cute. Oh, no. It's really good. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm in love with it. Uh, I... I I I want to say I have high hopes, but I I can't I can't in good conscience. I all right. I have high hopes. I have mid expectations for Sonic Prime later this year on Netflix. Oh, that's gonna be a Netflix show. Yes, yeah, it is a Netflix show. I okay. So you have I I think you're okay to have a little more hope. I mean, I say that with a lot of the anime exclusive to Netflix has been kind of like meh. But that's because it's all the CG shit. So like, unless it's <laughs> CG Sonic, God forbid. Um, I think you're okay? Question mark. Yeah, I think all we have is concept art. I do not believe it's going to be CG. Not like Sonic Boom was. It it should be back to two D animation. And Western um, CG which, is so much different than Eastern CG. Yeah, for sure. So you know, it's funny. It it seems like Western companies are the only ones that can get anything about Sonic right. Oh, with the, like, talking, uh, the movie. Well, I mean, the movie is a symptom of it, but no, honestly, anything. Oh, um, because the Sonic comics, which have never been an Eastern, because otherwise it'd be a manga. The Sonic comics were originally published by Archie Comics, eventually dropped and picked up by IDW. Um, I will take to the grave with me that the Sonic comics are some of the best storytelling, and and really just the best of anything that Sonic has to offer. Outside of something like uh, music or animation that only particular mediums could offer. 
But the Sonic comics, like, consistently knock it out of the park with their portrayal of the character and the stories they're able to tell. And since they got switched over to IDW, it's only gotten better. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and, and, and the only people that have ever had their hands on that have not only been Western creators, but more recently, fans that grew up to work on the comic. Um, in fact, did you know that uh, the artist Tyson Hess, uh, he was the author, well, uh, the artist behind a very popular Sonic fan comic that was a parody of the whole thing that launched a whole bunch of Sonic memes. Um, he was brought on as an animator to create the cinematics for Sonic Mania. And then beyond that, when the first trailer for the Sonic movie dropped and the entire internet collectively recoiled at the awful design, they specifically brought Tyson Hess in as the character designer to fix the Sonic design. Wow. And he is wow. still the lead character artist on the second Sonic movie. So that's why uh, that's why it doesn't look like shit anymore. Yeah. Tracy Yardley was uh, a fan artist who grew up on Sonic. She eventually, like, she just sent some fan art into Archie to get published in the Sonic comic because that was something they would do at the end of every issue was they would publish letters and art from the fans. But it was it was normally a kid's thing, like under 13 age people. But she was like 16, 17, and her art was just way better than those people. So they never published her art in the comic. But Ian Flynn, the guy who was like writing the comic and essentially in charge of it, he said, hey, your shit's really good. Do you want to do some freelance stuff for us? And then she got like got jobs doing cover art for the Sonic comic at the time. And now that they're with IDW and Ian Flynn has stepped away to write the story for Sonic Frontiers, Tracy Yardley is now writing and doing the penciling for the IDW comic. I'd just like to point out for everybody listening that you're not alone. I also have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> this is the most inside baseball <laughs> conversation about Sonic I never thought would it be. I thought I, I I've done my best to avoid this coming through on the podcast for you, the listeners. But you know what? Sometimes we just gotta let Chris have his moment, and and I, this is one of those times. <laughs> Wait, if I can give you five minutes for sports, you can give me five minutes for Sonic. Touche. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like Western people, like Sonic has always been Western more popular. <laughs> I know, I know. Sonic has always been more popular in the West than he's been in the East. That's just that's just a fact of the character. And <laughs> and and creators in the West just get him more. And that and that's it. I'm done. I'm done talking so, about Sonic. So you're telling me Microsoft's next acquisition is gonna be just Sonic. Not Sega, <laughs> but just Sonic. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he never collabs with Mario again. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games canceled. <laughs> also, I did. I think that was just canceled anyway because I don't think we've had one of those games for a few years. I don't remember. I only played the first one. Yeah, yeah. They made like four of them, and I was like, why? <laughs> why? But so anyway. Yeah, to bring you, it back a little bit. Yeah, bringing it back. Uh, we are in a time. We we are poised to be in a time. That, as we said earlier, I think I said it, we might be in a golden age of video game adaptations, whether it be TV shows, movies, animated shows, whatever. Like, there's a boatload of video game IP getting turned into other forms of media right now. 
Yeah, and even if they're mid as fuck, that's still way better than we've had. Yeah. So I think some news that came out since we last recorded, because I don't think we talked about this last week during the Super Bowl one, but uh, Netflix, it was Netflix, right? Netflix announced that they're doing a Bioshock movie. Yeah. Which, for me, it being like my favorite game of all time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm excited and terrified all at the same time. (laughs) Mostly because they said movie. And that has me not worried, but also like the whole the whole show, like a show, the whole game is about a, a faceless protagonist. And so you're going to make a game around a faceless protagonist or you're going to make a movie around a face faceless protagonist. I, I'm a little skeptical. I think I would much rather have a TV show in the rapture setting prior to or pre pre the big uh the, the fall of rapture or lead like a show that go- walks us through the fall of rapture n- not the post or like the actual game setting that's just me i'm still going to watch the shit out of it even if it's crap but like i'm i i, I it as we will get into later as talking about uh, some other ones we hope to see adapted. It's one of the few IP I had held being like, that would be a really cool setting for a TV show. A movie, we'll say I'm, I have some skepticism of, but I'm still very excited. Yeah, I think a Bioshock movie, if they adapt the game itself, would be best served with a little bit more liberty being taken with the setup. And and maybe they don't do a faceless protagonist, and they actually do give him more character, and which which would would take some creative writing to not take away from the impact of the reveals in the game. Because I feel like having a faceless protagonist is important for Bioshock. Do you agree? No. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Only because of the big twist. Uh, and what that turns out to be, I was like, okay, you can center around how your main character looks dependent on another character in the show that will be there. The one thing I do hope they don't do is please God retcon the boss battle at the end. <laughs> Spoiler, just let the main bad guy look like a normal person. Don't let him get jacked up on Adam. Please, please God, please. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorites recently that, like, I almost forget that it's a video game adaptation because it it's, like, it's almost not connected to the game and it's so good, an absolute masterpiece that it feels more original than it is, is the Castlevania anime. Oh, yeah. We have gushed about that numerous of time on here. Yeah. I'm, I'm beating a dead horse. I'm beating, I'm beating a dead uh champion Kentucky Derby horse. Oh Jesus. Because <laughs> <laughs> that show is so good. But yeah, if you haven't seen that, go watch that. But uh I guess do before we go, I, I guess to give more context of how the rest of this episode is gonna go, we're gonna pr- list off some with we're gonna first go through I think some touch on some of the IP that are getting adaptations. And then and I guess we, like similarly with Bioshock, we can say what, how excited we are, what we think it'll be, whatever. And then we're gonna give some, uh, some additional IP or games that we we think would do well to get a movie and or TV 
or animated show adaptation. So, are there any other of the ones coming out soon that you are excited for? Other than, are you even excited for the Halo show? Not really. I don't. I uh, see. I I was thrown off once that they once they said that it was like an alternate version of the story. It's an alternate canon. And I'm like, well, okay, why? I I don't know, because that's one thing. Yeah. I, that's one thing I look at with when it comes to getting adaptations. Is like, you can get an adaptation that, like, what they say with Bioshock seems to be, it's gonna be the story of the game, which, in some cases, I think works. It has depends on the the story for one and the setting. I think given Rapture's setting for Bioshock, I just feel like you could do a much better job doing like a ten episode drama series action drama series about that 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 would be to me would be we better suited but um you, so you can go the straight adaptation an alternate canon version which is probably my least favorite i can't really think of one i mean i think that's kind of what the witcher does uh is it's it's pretty much the same thing but they kind of change some things kind of like what game of thrones did as well and then there's just like the offshoot show in the universe, which I'm trying to think of one that we've gotten that has done that. Because I feel, I don't know if games have done that so much as like books do that. It's like an offshoot in the world. Like what they're doing with Lord of the Rings. We're getting a, a prequel, like in the world of Lord of the Rings TV show. Right. I guess the, the closest thing, at least, that comes to mind is the Dead Space prequel animated movie. Yeah. Uh, because that didn't involve any of the characters from the game whatsoever. But, of course, it was still a direct link to the story of the game. So, not not exactly what you're describing. But, yeah, I can't necessarily think of... Uh... I mean, actually, no. The first Resident Evil movie was like that. The very first one. Okay. Uh, because it, it followed a team that was investigating the Spencer Mansion alongside the events of the game and so it didn't involve the events of the game but it was happening simultaneously so so that that was kind of like that then that was before the resident evil movies really got off the rails i feel like i feel like as we go forward we're not gonna get so many like alternate tales of some things especially some of these bigger worlds um and more interesting worlds i just think that the world if they pick if you pick a game with the right world it's better suited for a longer tv series layout than just a movie is what i think um Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think what are some of the we're getting a couple others that have been announced right like i'm not just am i just blanking on them i said there were a bunch and i know there are there there are a lot that have been announced that we don't know a lot about a lot of the ones that have been announced don't have release dates. We haven't gotten any forward press material. And honestly, un- until we get something substantial, might as well be considered in development hell. Um, I am looking at a list on IGN right now, and the list is actually pretty substantial. And I wonder if you have even heard of some of these announcements. Probably not. <laughs> so so, so up at the top, we've got uh, Uncharted, Sonic 2, and the Mario movie. We, we know about all of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Uncharted, of course, has come out. Beyond that, there is Minecraft, the movie. Oh, God. Apparently, there's a Detective Pikachu 2. Oh. 
the Borderlands movie oh, does yeah. occasionally make headlines for its interesting casting choices. Yep. Um, there's a uh, Yakuza movie. Okay, no, that'd be sweet. That I didn't even think of that. That one, that one would have been on my list had I not kno- <laughs> had I not known that that what you just told me. Uh, Mega Man, Metal Gear Solid, Just Cause, Gears of War, Call of Duty, Half Life, Portal, Firewatch, The Division, Five Nights at Freddy's, Just Dance, and Dragon's Lair. I'm gonna be honest. Those would have a lot of those would have been in contention for me to say. This is one I think that should get a movie adaptation or something or a TV show adaptation. And you just said most of them. So fuck. <laughs> well, those are all movies. Oh, those are just movies. Oh my God. Those were just movies. Oh, they're going to do Gears of War as a, okay. Gears of War actually would be good as a movie because each game kind of tells a just standalone story that could be told in multiple parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a separate list for TV shows. If you'd like me to read that. Hell yeah. Uh, so the Cuphead show just came out. Halo, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, uh, The Last of Us, the Knuckles series. Uh, apparently, there's a Tomb Raider anime series. Ooh. Oh, and then I, conversely, I, I knew about that. Uh, a live action Pokemon series. Oh. Uh, Arcane is getting season two. Apparently, we're getting an Assassin's Creed movie, another Resident Evil series, the Castlevania spinoff a Fallout series, a Mass Effect series, a Devil May Cry series, and a Splinter Cell series. Okay, so I, we shouldn't have read these off because, like, again, <laughs> I have, just like, decimate your list? I have, like, one left of what was on my <laughs> list. Um, I don't... Did I not... Is Mass Effect actually confirmed getting a series? Well, yeah, that like, like I said... Almost all of those were effectively to be announced. Okay, because like we can shift then into our lists, and Mass Effect was my number one, mostly because my list before uh, the year started would have been uh, Bioshock, Halo, and Mass Effect, and two of those <laughs> have been announced and or one of them is coming out next month. So, right? Halo comes out next month? Yes. Yeah, so... It's like, wow, I'm in luck. Yay me. <laughs> yeah, all your dreams are coming true, unless it's shit. And I, well, yeah, I, I, I think the Halo show will be okay at best. <laughs> <laughs> at best. Yeah, and, uh, and, and to roll the conversation back a little bit to the Halo show, I do think it is a very fine line to walk on how you adapt anything into a show or a movie. And different approaches are going to work for different properties. Halo, I think, is a story that is strong enough on its own and does not rely on being a video game to tell its story that I think the Halo story on its own can make a good movie or show and you don't need to change anything. Like, uh, you know, say what you will about Master Chief's character in the early Halo games. I think it's still good enough as a protagonist for a sci-fi action series that you don't need to change anything. You don't need an alternate canon. You could take the the story of the fall of reach or the story of Halo one and both make a good movie without any change whatsoever. But then you look at the cuphead show and there are some fairly significant changes to the way they execute the show versus the way the game is set up. And that works fantastically. Yeah. Well, what also helps with cuphead is that it does not have years of established quote canon because what is canon in the Halo universe at this point? 
Um, <laughs> and so when when you get an adaptation like this, and they're clearly just gonna just uh, once again just give the middle finger to the original books that I say original, the the first books that came out that were in uh, companion pieces to the game, but I guess weren't official official canon because Bungie kind of said fuck off with the whole Reach story of the first Halo book, which is so good. And I wish they were just adapting that because that would make a fantastic series. Just an adaptation of the Fall of Reach original book. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I don't I, I had a point and it went poof. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. Do oh, we do we just do we go, just go going back go going going forward because we went back so we're going forward. <laughs> Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect would be is is prime for a H well not HBO but it'd be best for us like an HBO like ten episode series. But that one is another one like Bioshock where like do it in the world. You kind of mm. like the story of Mass Effect. You'd have to one. It have to be a Paragon run because that's what most people do anyway and what most people relate to but because there's so many different decisions that affect little things that players experience when playing the mass effect games doing an adaptation of shepherd would be fucking disastrous yes i yeah mass effect is one of those that like you know i i say this as somebody who has barely touched mass effect as a video game but mass effect seems like the kind of game that you could make a decent show out of. Like you said, if you just went Paragon, for instance, and you just went with an established story. But uh, Mass Effect is its best when it is a video game. The way Mass Effect tells its story, partly because it's so sprawling, partly because there's so many characters, and partly because it like uh, almost spearheaded the idea of choice-based storytelling, uh, even extending, like, beyond every individual game. Um, you know, depending on your opinions of how Mass Effect 3 turned out, um, Mass Effect relies heavily on being a video game to tell the story that it tells. Yes. And, and, and so, yeah, doing doing an adaptation of the game story would not be as good as telling a story within the universe, to your point. I, and you could, not to say you couldn't, you could do it and dumb it down a bunch. You just, you more like... It'd just be really hard to get connections with the different characters that you get from just spending so much time in the game with different characters that you like that would take such a delicate touch and someone who truly loves the series and is an amazing writer script writer to write a script that would allow you to get connected with all the just the squad mate characters and there's so many other characters in that game that people have strong feelings about that aren't you don't even get a like having your squad that yeah it would be a really ballsy undertaking to be like yeah we're gonna do we're gonna tell a separate story in a in a tv show because it have to be a tv show if you did that in a movie i'd be so pissed because it'd be so dumbed down it'd be terrible but yeah and i feel the same way about uh a property like red dead redemption Mm, um, yeah. you definitely cannot do Red Dead in a movie and do the story justice. If you were going to tell the story of Red Dead Redemption, you would have to do it as a series. But then at the same time, because of the style of game that Red Dead Redemption is, I don't think an adaptation is necessary. 
because the game tells its story so effectively as if you're watching a movie anyway. Not to the extent that something like Until Dawn or Detroit Become Human does, where you're kind of literally playing movies, but you spend so much time with the characters, so much of the story is already told in dialogue and cinematic, and the gameplay doesn't do a whole lot to alter the story itself, then an adaptation becomes unnecessary. So you would not have that on your list? I would not. So what is your what is the first one on your list? Uh, the first one that came to mind on my list um, has been the attention of a lot of rumors for like the last decade. And that's that I would love a series for The Legend of Zelda. Okay. Let's see. That one was on. I was like, yeah. that That's one where I'm surprised we just haven't gotten. But then it was like, oh, it's a Nintendo property. That's why. <laughs> right. And then just by the nature of the way every Legend of Zelda game tells its story, they don't need to adapt any particular game. They can do their own story entirely. And yeah. it would make perfect sense and not affect anything at all. Because that's just the way Zelda's told. Yeah. Each game is like essentially it's its own thing right yeah all you need is link zelda ganon and a hunt for the triforce and honestly even that's kind of loose <laughs> yeah yeah because like you look at a game like majora's mask didn't have a zelda or a ganon and that was i mean it didn't even have a triforce and that's like the best zelda story ever told but that that's essentially the formula of any standard zelda game is you just have the three characters the triforce is the MacGuffin. And you, you do dungeons, and that's it. And and yeah. that kind of pacing is perfect for a TV series. Because you could, you could just throw in... You could basically do it kind of like how they do fantasy anime in a sense of like... They go out... He's going out and questing. But then he comes back to a town. You can have a bunch of NPC characters that... You know, relationships with... You'd probably build a squad if you were going to do a Zelda show. Uh, you'd have to have Link rolling up with at least one or two other characters... Most yeah, likely. I can see that. But you could do it in a way that would work. So yeah, yeah, I, and and I mean to be fair, uh, most Zelda narratives do have Link paired with one of a character who's typically like his tutorial guide. You know, whether yeah. it's Navi in Ocarina of Time or Fee in Skyward Sword, Midna in Twilight Princess, the there one. is almost always a companion character. The pirate chick in Wind Waker. Yeah, wait, who turned that out to Zelda? be Zelda. I was say, wait, wait, wasn't that, isn't that Zelda? <laughs> it was a secret reveal, but yes. Yeah. Oh, spoiler for a 15, 20-year-old <laughs> game. <laughs> um, and definitely a TV show on Zelda. Yes. I, I, I don't think I'd want to see a Zelda movie. Hey, you know, uh, on, on a similar note, I I don't know what they're going to do for this Mario movie. Oh, dude, I know. That's going to be... I'm completely lost. It's going to be, that's going to be wild. <laughs> I don't want it to be bad, and I almost don't think it will be, but I'm I'm lost. <laughs> I am adrift in space until they drop a trailer for that. Yeah, it's I think we all are. No, I have zero <laughs> expectations at this point, and like you said, awaiting a trailer to see if it's anything worth our time. Yeah. But um uh, did you did you have any other that you wanted to add? Yes, yes. I okay. have at least one more. Because I figure uh, as long as you've got some, we'll just go back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I would love to see a God of War movie. Okay. Because the stories of those are very, one, it's Greek mythology. People fucking love that shit. And you just get The Rock or someone huge to play Kratos. Actually, don't do The Rock. That <laughs> I, he, He'd overplay the role so hard. Ooh, 
Do you think uh, Dave Batista would be a good Kratos? He'd be a great uh, God of War Kratos, so fourth one. Okay. The Rock would be a better uh, one through three, where he's no, I'm not even, not even him. Who's just like a roid monster? It's <laughs> just like ah, just screaming and ah, I'll kill you, like bloodlust kind of person, like Tom Hardy being Kratos in the first three stories. Oh my god, he's <laughs> he's not tall enough because isn't Tom Hardy kind of short? I I could not tell you. But, you know, somebody who could just be a murderous sycophant because Kratos is kind of just crazy in this first Coming this summer, Chris Pratt is Kratos. No! (laughs) Okay, that's a meme, but, but like, that would be awful. But, you know, I I think you could have a really good God of War movie. Um, Honestly, the one that would be the best applicable for it would be, again, the fourth game because the story in that one is just so for freaking good but you could easily do the first three the, i mean the first one's very much kind of like almost a herculesy type story it's not but like you could take some you know instead of redemption it's revenge but um i still think you could find a way to do that that's why that's why you couldn't have the rock do it because he's already played hercules you can't have him be hercules <laughs> and kratos all right, I don't. I don't know if Hollywood would agree with you, but I. I appreciate you sticking to your guns. Yeah. Oh, that's who it would be. Uh, Thor. Who's that? Who's oh, this? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth going like batshit, bro. <laughs> okay, I can kind of see that. He'd have to get rid of the blonde hair because he's Kratos is bald, but you know. Hey, you know, movie sweet. magic. Um, can I lump? three properties together <laughs> sure is it metroid no uh i just happen to think that the the bygone genre of the mascot platformer is ripe for series adaptation so like crash spyro and something else um yes but not those i say neither of the two that i just said <laughs> <laughs> i mean but like along those lines yes Mine are Sly Cooper, Ratchet mm. and Clank, and Jack and Daxter. You see, Sly Cooper was one that I had thought about. Just that would be that would that would be just like a a like a, a heist show. Yeah, that would be sweet. Every episode's a new heist. Well, or went... or or it's like a great pretender, and it's like three heists spread out over a season. Yeah, yeah, that would be I think a better go at it. But I would want all of those to be animated. Yes. The only one that could be live action is Jack and Daxter and like do like a, a detective Pikachu thing. I don't want it. Just like if you're going to do anything that's not 2D, at least make Jack and Daxter CG. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those. But, that's the thing about the mascot ones. Because I was thinking about that like Spyro or oh, Spyro has had a show, but like a, a more, not even not more adult, but like a, a non for babies show. Um, <laughs> even Crash Bandicoot like would be really hard. That one would be really hard to do well, I think. I mean, they'd have to be, like you said, they'd have to be animated. You couldn't live action that. Oh, my God. Live action Crash Bandicoot would be the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> There's not, there is not one single character that you could just have an actor playing that they would not be covered in prosthetics. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that would be, that would be not great. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so it's to me. Uh huh. Would you? No, I wouldn't say that. That would be trash. Oh, I mean, I can go back to the OG, but I think a Half Life movie would be good. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you mean Half Life One or Half Life Two? Uh, or, or do you make a distinction? The, the, the IP Half Life turned into a movie. Okay. Would be good. Same with, uh, I think you could make a really great hour and twenty minute Portal movie with between Portal and Portal Two, or just like in the Portal universe, a really short, sweet, just all jokes, great comedy movie. Boom. I think those yeah. two would be. I was great. actually thinking about that. I, I, I think. I'm glad you made the distinction as a movie between Portal 1 and 2. Uh, because I think both Portal games are on that line that I would almost say that their stories work better because they're video games. And I don't know if they'd make a good adaptation. But you want to do a Doug Ratman story in between Portal 1 and 2 and like have Wheatley be the companion to the main character? That would be really good. Mm-hmm. So is that is that is back to me now? Yeah. What if I told you, and and this would have to be on Netflix, and I would want this to be done in a similar way to the Castlevania series. What if I told you, Hotline Miami? <laughs> okay. I, it's funny you said that because of the one I was looking at. I'm looking at my Steam library to get a idea of some others. <laughs> um, that would be good. That one would be. That one would be crazy. That would be like Pulp Fiction meets yes meets Castlevania, and it's just fucking people dying all the time. That would be Dark, crazy. Ultra violent, hard R rating, Hotline <laughs> Miami animated series. I don't know if you can say hard R. <laughs> well, why not? I don't know. And and again, you could do that live action. Hotline Miami would be very easy to do live action, and I would not begrudge it. But I think in this case, I would still prefer it to be animated. It'd be like heat. Because, like, because, I, I mean, even, like, we're we're seeing, like, Invincible, right? Or The Legend of Vox Machina, or the, the new The Boys animated spinoff. Like, Ultraviolence is hot right now in the animated genre. And Hotline Miami would go right along with it. Yeah, I, I, I would, I definitely agree. That one would be great. All right, what's you got one more? I got one more. It's kind of cop out, and it might have actually, it might actually be a thing. But uh, all right, I'm ready to Google. Knights of the Old Republic needs a TV show. Like they just need a Disney just needs to turn. This is, I mean, this is different because it's like a, it's a Star Wars I like IP, but they just need to turn the story of Revan into a TV show. Like they just, they just need to do it. Like let the millennials have their moment. Millennials and Gen Xers have their moment where it's just like <laughs> nostalgia boner out the ass. Give us the show we want. Yeah. I, you know, three years ago, I think I would have told you that a Knights of the Old Republic series or movie was inevitable. But given the way that the Book of Boba Fett story was done, I am doubtful of Disney's ability to handle the extended Star Wars canon. And so I'm a little less certain, but well, apparently there were rumors in January of 2020 that something Knights of the Old Republic was in the works. But that that was right before the High Republic era shit got exactly. Announced. And so that's why I'm like, it's not gonna happen. It, and or, or, it, if it's gonna happen, it's not gonna be for a while. It'll be like at least a decade. Like, and I'm not exaggerating on that at all. Watch, they'll <laughs> announce it tomorrow, and I'll be like. 
That was the fastest <laughs> decade of my life. Um, but yeah, with the High Republic era, they they kind of that was their workaround because everyone was getting really excited because they were teasing that big announcement for like a new new shit. And we're like, oh my god, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna announce it? And then they're like, no, we're gonna go before that. I think. Actually, no. I don't. Yeah, I think the High Republic era is pre Kotor. That's how far. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I think because it's still when like, I don't know. I, I gotta look at the Star Wars timelines. This shit's crazy, dude. Like, fuck me. <laughs> but, uh, I think that might be my last one that I'm like. Oh yeah, this would be good. I love. Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh. The uh, the only other one that I think would work really well as a series that I've got, and that I have like some honorable mentions I want to just talk about, um, and and I feel like this is a little obvious just because of the way it was marketed back when it was popular. But I think an Overwatch TV series would still be pretty enjoyable. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And I I would definitely want that to be a series as well. In fact, I think everything I suggested I'd rather it be a series than a movie. There's only a couple where it's like, oh, it's a clear like the story's so simple that it you could just it doesn't need to be further fleshed out in a show where you could just do a movie and get the point across and be have it be exciting. Right. Um, but I remembered I remembered the last one that I had, unless you want to go into more on Overwatch. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, I would love a Saturday morning cartoons version of Psychonauts. Oh, that'd be interesting. Just like so, the, so you mean like a similar vibe to the Cuphead show, but with Psychonauts? More just like Kids Next Door, but Psychonauts. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That would be so awesome. Where it's him in the Psychonauts now. It's post the second game, and he's just going on missions and doing stuff with. You can bring in some of the characters from the first game, like say that they get a join or whatever. Goes to camp again, whatever. Escapades with him and the new younger psychonauts I, I you there's a lot you could do with that yeah i'm surprised i didn't think about that that would that would yeah honestly that would probably be the top of my list of once yeah the oh that art style and tv show form oh my god oh i mean the, the budget on that would be probably pretty high because <laughs> you'd need a good animation budget to make this show worth anything but oh my god that would be great yeah i agree 100 percent. give me psychonauts just give me more Psychonauts. You know, we're, you know, <laughs> with the way that some video games, we've had to wait, like, so many years between sequels. Like, like uh, Capcom just announced Street Fighter Six, like, yeah. either today or yesterday. I think it was today. And that's, like, eight years after Street Fighter V. Uh, and, like, it's been even longer since GTA V came out, and they just announced that they're starting to work on GTA Six, Or that they uh, are working on it. Right. We're going to have to wait like another 20 years to get Psychonauts 3 if we ever do. Well, I don't know. I think the big reason we didn't get it was because no one wanted to fund it. And then yeah, Microsoft came in and was like, do it. <laughs> Please. Yeah. We need IP. <laughs> uh, so one of my honorable mentions that I, I don't really know if it would make a good series. It's just kind of something that I, I would love for somebody to have the balls to try to undertake. Uh, would be a Super Smash Bros. anime. But, Chris, we already have that. It's th- mm. There Will Be Brawl. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, that's not an anime. Second <laughs> of all, I challenge you to find that series online anymore. Well, didn't they, like, DMCA the shit out of it? 
I don't remember. I bet they did. I wouldn't did. be surprised. I bet they did. I loved There Will Be Brawl, and if you can find it, I implore you to watch it. If you've seen it, props to you. If it you haven't... Probably, it probably hasn't aged well, right? Oh, no. Like, it's probably fucking terrible now. We watched that in high school, didn't we? At least. It might have been earlier. It's probably about 10 years old, and that's, like, early internet shit, or early, like, YouTube-era shit, and so... Yeah, and that was on The Escapist, if oh. anyone's familiar with that website. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, no, I'm I'm more specifically talking about um, when they were... Uh, was it the announcement of Pit in Smash Bros? There was a... I think it was, there there was some kind of Kid Icarus announcement, and the way they did it was during the Nintendo Direct, they had an animated sequence that showed Link fighting Pit, uh, and it was done by the same anime studio that did all the cutscenes for the latest Kid Icarus game. And mm. it looked fucking awesome. I don't know how you could tie that into a story. I don't know how you could make that coherent, but that was a heavenly, no pun intended, two and a half minutes. It's like, um... It's it's like uh, Record of Ragnarok, but Nintendo characters. Yeah, <laughs> fight to That's the death for the sake of the concept, world. insane concept, but I'm just, I'd be super here for it. But it's like, what what if it was almost a thing where like it was people essentially playing Smash, but they they like the the character personified itself as if it was really there, and like they had to work as a team to fight. That could be some wild shit. Mm. Get some weird uh character relationships in there so that when the character loses like the character knows they're not real but they think that it kind of like some fate shit well where like they summon champions kind of thing bro <laughs> bro so, netflix give us a contract we'll write a script bro what if like in the same way that dynasty warriors keeps licensing games for dynasty warriors spinoffs we just got a fate nintendo spinoff oh my god <laughs> <laughs> That would be that, pretty fucking that funny. That would be insane. Um, okay. And then just like kind of to close it out, um, unless you have some other ones you want to suggest. I mean, my troll one would be a Fall Guys show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like, as a web series. It'd basically like they, be like a minion show, but with beans. Yeah, like if they pumped out like two minute episodes <laughs> and put it on like a Fall Guys YouTube channel, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, so I, I was looking at this list on Variety to see, like, kind of where, like, some publications' heads were at and to get some ideas for stuff that I thought would be good. And I kind of want to call out some of their suggestions as dumb and fucking stupid. Okay. Um, Firewatch? Yeah, I don't, I, I, heard you say, I heard you say that, and I was like, what? Why? Why would they make Firewatch into, it? like, okay, they, they have that, there's a, literally, isn't there a, isn't that, like, what Yellowstone is right now? Like, that's what that's what that would be. It'd be like Yellowstone. Like Firewatch is like, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have the same grab for all these, so I'm just gonna list them off. So they got Firewatch, Telltale's Walking Dead, Life is Strange, uh, and Until Dawn. Oh, all of okay. those are just like just play the game, and it's not gonna be any different of an experience. Yeah, like it might be shorter. Like sure, it might be more digestible, but then what's the point? Just just play the game. Firewatch barely has any gameplay. It, it, it's not even an exploration game. There's nothing to no, collect. It's just There's a walking no crafting. Simulator. You are just walking from point to point and collecting story. There's no branching paths. It's it is like it is the purest kind of walking simulator that you are just 
walking through a story and it's just an interactive movie. Just play the game. Just play the game. Yeah. And now I do think some of those like Telltale games could be like made into very interesting shows uh, with a bigger budget. Because like as a huge Wolf Among Us fan, shout out to the se- uh, the second game finally coming out. Uh, I would love to see that turned into a show just so more people could see the story. Also, a very interesting comic um, that I think gets really weird later on. Uh, one of my co- roommates in college, after I played the game, he picked up the comic series and he was like, oh, for a while before it got weird. But uh, <laughs> Walking the first Walking Dead like, is the only one I'd be like, that would be a very good TV show. Because right. it'd be and like a slow, dramatic version. It basically would be like season one of The Walking Dead, but with a lot more drama. Yeah. My main gripe isn't that these would be bad adaptations. I just don't personally see the point. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, they're basically like visual novels anyway. So, right. I mean, I guess from a marketing standpoint, you could bring in an audience of boomers that aren't going to play the video game. So, like, if you want to make some money, sure. But, you know, speaking creatively for stuff that I would be excited about, I would brush off almost any Telltale series being adapted. The Wolf Among Us is a little different, since it is an adaptation of something else. Uh, the IP is a little a little fresher, and there's some more wiggle room there. You can tell a different story. Um, but, but yeah, just, yeah, you, you get my point. Yeah. I did see this one. There's a shout-out. Where'd it go? Oh, I played this game last year. Road 96 could actually be made into an interesting show. But I no one's going to do that because it's too non-well-known. But that, that one would <laughs> definitely be interesting. Or Amnesia. What about an Amnesia show? Ooh, that would be interesting. I, I think like we're like, oh, we're almost done. And now I'm just scro- <laughs> still scrolling through my Steam library going, oh, wait, actually, this would be a good one. Yeah, I think I... I would want to see an Amnesia series as much as I would like to see a proper Dead Space series. Yeah. Because, I mean, very very similar vibes, but obviously wildly different genres. I'm, 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 I'm genuinely surprised that we haven't gotten an animated Dead Space series yet. That kind of surprises me. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say I think it's going to happen. Because it would be impossible to predict. But I, I would kind of hope that with the remaster of the first game coming out, that maybe it'll reignite some passion for the series, and maybe we could get something announced in this wave of video game adaptations. But that that's high hopes. I think the thing about Dead Space that's hard is that you have to adapt the game, I think, on those. I feel like, given the way the story goes, it would be a lot harder... I mean, they did a prequel, great. But outside of that, like, I feel like it'd be really hard to do an like alien style movie in that universe. It's not a, one of the games itself being adapted. Uh, in fact, I think th- this would definitely not happen because I don't think there would be enough money behind the idea. Uh, but Dead Space Two is all about you fighting your way through a colony that has been overrun by the Necroborgs. So, like, oh, Dead you mean Space aliens? Just a ship. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was aliens. It's literally just um, alien and aliens with different aliens. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, uh, do the series okay. not about Isaac Clark and do it about the fall of the colony. Kind of like you're saying, do the fall of Rapture, but do that in the Dead Space universe. Yeah. 
But see, I, the, only, the only thing where I counter is that that would probably be a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're definitely right. Like, Rapture's Fall was a couple years, and there was a lot of politics going on, which is why I'm like, it'd be so fucking good. I'm bringing it back to Bioshock <laughs> before we end. Like, uh, fuck, fuck Bioshock Infinite. I, I, it's okay, but not nearly as good of a story as the first Bioshock. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm telling you, Chris, an HBO series of bio like just bioshock's fall would be so fucking good i believe you and then the last last thing i'm last game i'm throwing out because i haven't played it enough but i think disco elysium would be a really good show huh okay just because it's like a cop show that's a game i really wanted to play but every time i try it's like oh it's so much reading yeah, it's a kind of a it's kind of a visual novel type game, and so yeah. I'm redownloading it right now because I want to play it at some point. But I still have other games to play, so fuck me, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's all I got. Yeah, I think uh, I think that'll do it. We're actually a little over time this week. Oh my god! Hey, can I just say because uh, we're probably not gonna record next week, but Elden Ring comes out on Friday. Oh shit! Is that can we get that on PC? Yeah. Oh thank God! I'll be able to buy it. Wait, you're gonna play it? Yeah. What the fuck? Have you played any Souls game? Nope. That's wild. All right, I look forward to it. Yeah. Um. Also, because we went so long, Crunchyroll, you're on the, you're off the hook. You're gonna have to wait two weeks for me to bitch about what is the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. So, <laughs> you got two weeks. You're lucky. All right. Well, if you like okay. that, uh, give us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. Uh, if, if you if you like this style of episode, drop us a line on Twitter at obsession underscore pod, which we definitely use. We'll tweet again. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the confidence. But until next week, uh, bye. Bye.